0: beautiful stitching front thanks you used to do baseball clubs right got enough shrapnel here to make a nine iron, iron that is we're in the army but we're not army little a as opposed to big a attention all personnel due to circumstances beyond our control lunch will be served today and autographing my mother's picture? Dear Frank, Dad was not your father. Oh,
1: uh, Hawk, are you busy?
0: Just changing a tire. What is it? Hold this, nurse. Hold your own, nurse. I'm busy.
1: <laughs> hey, MASH fans. Time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I'm your host, Kenny. And joining me today are my good pals, Simon.
2: Gentlemen.
1: And Al.
2: Hello there. How are you? I'm fine, thank you.
1: (laughs) Today we're going to be discussing For the Good of the Outfit. It's from Season 2, Episode 4. It's the 28th episode overall. It's directed by Jackie Cooper, written by Jerry Mayer. The production code is K404, and the original air date is October 6th. 1973
0: hey, This guy's a walking junkyard too yeah. Hey, are all these people Koreans? Where
3: you now that you mention it
0: if you'd read the surgery schedule, you'd know they were. The village of Taidong was shelled this morning.
3: Uh, well, they were probably asking for it. For ourself. For
0: ourself. Washing their babies, having breakfast, committing other acts of aggression. Hey, I was in Taidong last week, okay, There's no enemy artillery anywhere near that place. I insist on quiet in here. Will someone please turn the war down for Frank?
3: OK,
4: plot for this one. Hawkeye and Trapper want the army to admit responsibility for the accidental bombing of a local village. They fill out a report. A major Stoner arrives to investigate and leaves with all the evidence. When the story is released, he claims that the enemy bombed the village, and the army tries to gag the doctors. But thinking there could be a medal in it for him, Frank has also put a report together with copies of all the evidence, including shell fragments. So the army comes clean.
0: Henry, this morning the village of Tai was shelled, and the only artillery unit anywhere near it was a three forty eighth. Which of them are they? It is not they and it is not them. It is us, the good guys. We clobbered them. Oops. At least. Now, you want to dig out the oops forms and tell the whole class about it? Radar! Sir? Instant corporal. You want to get me the forms? Here, hold it. Look, this is a very serious charge. I mean, you've got to have some proof for Pete's sake. Let's not go off half-cocked. Well, then let's go off all-cocked, but let's go off. Give me the forms, will you? What forms am I getting? The ones he wants. Oh, that Taidong Dong thing. Hey, just what we thought. I checked with a guy in artillery. These fragments are as American as apple pie and napalm. Uh, what was that about proof, Henry? I just want to remind you how thrilled the Army is about people who rock the boat.
2: And we had some pretty awesome guest stars on this episode as well. We had Frank, a letter, I wonder what letter it was, as uh, Major Ralph Stoner. Now, guess what? No Quincy for this actor, but we have this knockoff version, Marcus Welby, M.D., for him. Frank also starred in The Bionic Woman, Chips, The Love Boat, The Fall Guy, T.J. Hooker, and Matlock. Oh, and uh, we're joking about Quincy, of course. He was in it.
1: And we have Leslie Evans, who plays Nurse Mason.
4: And Gwen Farrell plays Nurse Butler. Huge kudos to Gwen. She has been with MASH from the beginning. She is one of the running nurses in the opening titles and works all the way through to the final episode.
2: And I wonder if she's any relation to Mike Farrell. No, she's Hmm. not. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, Herb Voland reprises his role as General Crandall Clayton.
1: And we have the lovely Odessa Cleveland as Lieutenant Ginger Bayless. Okay.
0: Here you go. Is that everything? You got all the uh, all the necessary forms? There's enough red tape in there to keep anybody happy. Because we want the army to take responsibility for the shelling. And full compensation for the village. Are You guys making this report together? Why not? And then afterwards, hand in hand, we're jumping off lovers' leap. Boy, you sure got guts, sirs. Well, if we don't, we know where to get them. We're doctors.
1: Oh, I mean, uh, you're the first officers I ever saw who would uh, stick by their principles no matter what. All right, so let's go ahead and discuss this episode. Uh, who wants to start us off? Meds will do it. Okay, I'll do it.
4: Uh, I love, I, I love this episode. I really do. Um, it's, it's uh, again, it's, it's, there's not a lot to this story. Um, it's just. It's, it just works in every way uh, I, I think Hawkeye and trapper are great in it I like the way frank who who only does this because he thinks he's in the medals for a great bit of acting from Larry Linville here um and, and it just everything about it just works As I say it's not not really a big story there's not an awful lot to talk about on it um but I love the way the army tries to to, to um you know gag them and, and turn it around and it was the enemy who bombed the uh the, the, the village which obviously this kind of stuff happened all the time um but it's um, no it's, for me it's just it's just, a, it's just a great little episode. It's a nice, smiley episode. I, I, I really like it. Al?
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, as much as it pains me, I actually agree with you, Simon Mettings. Right. I do. Medication time. <laughs> Medication time. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a fun episode. I mean, I, another one of those, uh, you know, not... You don't have to think seriously about the episode. You can just enjoy it. Uh, I always love it when our heroes have a, a a crusade that they embark on. Um, there was some, you know, okay writing. There was some really decent acting. And as always, Henry was just plain awesome. Anytime we see uh, Henry drunk, uh, you know, you got my vote. Yeah. I just, I love a drunk Henry. It's just so incredibly funny. Uh, I love the episode, uh, not because it was like, super great and is definitely not one of the most memorable episodes in the series but it's one of the funnest i think
1: yeah yeah now uh, i'm gonna be on the outside of this and this wasn't one of my favorite episodes <laughs> um i wrote i wrote down that it was okay and it was it was it was enjoyable i actually really liked the story i love the storyline of the army making a mistake and coming clean because like med said it happens yeah. all the time and normally things get brushed under the you know under the rug, and no one really knows that there's these conspiracy theories happening. And so it was. It, I liked that that they that they brought light to this topic, <clears throat> you know, especially way back then in the in the 70s. Um, so that aspect I liked. And of course, I like Al. I loved Henry being drunk. He's always funny. Um, it was you know overall a good episode. I don't have really much to say about it other than it was good. I mean, my notes. All I have is mm. like the story. That was all my nudge for the entire episode. Um, it's not one I can watch over and over again, but...
4: Um, yeah, I think, okay. I think this is going to okay. be the shortest podcast we've ever done. Probably, <laughs> probably. Which is not a bad thing, because it means we're not really complaining too much about it. As I say, I think it's just a, no- it's just a nice little episode. You know? Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely. Well, thanks for joining us. Have a good night.
0: <laughs> Where's my razor? Shaving your legs again, Frank? I don't think it's so all-fired sophisticated to walk around with a beard. Well, you ought to try it sometime, Frank. Women love it. Oh, I'll bet. Really? Come here. Kiss me. (laughs) (laughs) Caught ya! That what? You're making one of your obscene gestures behind my back. (laughs) Which one? You know, the one that... (laughs) (laughs) Frank! Truce, okay? truce huh last time we had a truce i found peanut butter in my stethoscope frank we're going to submit a report to Seoul about the shelling of Tide down we were the three surgeons on duty frank we all should sign are you guys loony i'm not getting involved i'm not signing anything and i never knock any team i'm on
1: all right so let's move on to the behind the scenes we have a few cool behind the scenes tidbits here i'll start us off for the good of the outfit, reportedly brought heavy flack from CBS for its pointed critique of the U.S. military behavior. I did not know that ahead of time, but I'm yeah, sure good.
4: it would. Um, <laughs> uh, in a scene where Hawkeye was scrubbing for surgery, the palm of his hand touched the foresight to turn the water off. Usually, the surgeons turn the water off with their elbow, so they remain sterile. That's a very tip bit, yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. Yeah. I caught that, too. Uh, Now, in a scene where Hawkeye and Trapper are in the swamp going over the forms they need to fill out, Hawkeye puts his drink that Trapper gives him on the armrest of the chair. In the cut to just Hawkeye, Hawkeye is holding the glass, but when they cut back to both of them, the glass is back on the armrest, just Mm. like before.
1: Yeah, you know, those continuity things. You can tell this is a light episode because I put in more continuity issues than Cold, hard facts. I had a hard time finding behind-the-scenes information on this episode. Uh, Trapper and Hawkeye asked Frank to sign their complaint. Frank's face and even his earlobes are covered with a thick layer of shaving cream. In the last cut of the scene, the layer is suddenly much thinner and his earlobes are not even covered at all.
4: Actually, you know, that's that's actually a nice little touch because I think that's a nod to anyone who remembers uh, Series 1 where uh, Frank and... um, Margaret, uh, a drunk, and uh Margaret says, "I really love the. F- I even love the fact that you shave your earlobes." So uh, whether that's done on deliberate, I don't know, but that's a nice little touch if it is. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: we'll say it is.
4: Uh, in an early scene where Hawkeye and Trapper are gathering the necessary paperwork to make their report, a model helicopter can be seen hanging from the roof of Henry's office. The only problem is it appears to be a Bell UH UH-1 Huey. This aircraft first flew in October 1956, three years after the Korean War ended. Must have been a prototype.
0: Colonel Blake. Oh, uh, Major who, Major Stoner? Major. Major? Major, Major Burns, Major Stoner. Major, Major? 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 Major Pierce? Major? Well, I think we've made a major breakthrough here.
1: All right, let's move on to some Trivia.
4: Yay.
1: We're going to continue from our previous podcast. We're going to be talking mash terminology. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ned, since you sound so enthusiastic about it, I'm going to go with you first. What does catgut mean? C A T G U T.
4: Uh, That's the stitching they use for um, sewing people back together.
1: it is a type of suture made from sheep's intestines. Yes.
4: In your face, Kessel.
2: <laughs> no, I, uh, I I agree with you. I knew what it was. Oh, don't with it. <laughs> I may not be a doctor, but I did play one on TV in the 60s.
1: <laughs> All right, here's one for you, Al. What is an incubator?
2: <laughs> an incubator. Oh, so many jokes that I'll just leave them alone. (laughs) It's a warm environment where they can um, incubate, you know, where they can culture uh, certain things like um, virus cultures or things like that.
1: Yep. It's an apparatus used to grow bacteria. (laughs) It's it's an
2: item that you can
4: incubate. (laughs) (laughs) An
2: an incubator. Isn't that what uh, a squid does?
1: All right. Um, Here's one for me. What is a lap sponge? I assume it's just a regular sponge uh, to soak up blood when they operate.
2: It's a dance that you have to pay for.
1: (laughs) 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 It's a pad of gauze or cotton used to to soak up blood. Okay. Got it. Yay. All right, let's go ahead and pick one for our listeners. Hello. This will be interesting to see what their interpretation is. What is meatball surgery? So the question is, this is MASH terminology, and we want you to send us the definition of meatball surgery. You can send those to mash4077 at gmail.com.
2: Isn't that what you get on a, on, on a rye bun and a New York deli?
1: Yeah, I was waiting for you to
2: make a <laughs> food joke out.
0: I didn't do it. Your mail's being stopped at Division HQ. That letter was between me and my father, Dennis.
1: Hey,
3: I just got her. I've got to glue the
0: arm. I'll glue you, Henry. Whatever happened to personal liberty around here? Why am I bothering to ask? Maybe I better just go down to Seoul and tell this to the papers, or to Edward R. Murrow if he's in town. Pierce, what is it? What? I wouldn't try to leave camp. What, What? I'm under arrest. I didn't say that. You're restricted. That means I'm under arrest. Not at all. You're only restricted up to the point where, you're, uh, uh, where you're, uh, you're under arrest. Henry, what's happened to you? You sneak off behind our backs and enlist? You regular army
1: now? All right, you can find MASH 4077 podcasts all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook at www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 Podcast, and we would really appreciate it if you would go there and like us.
4: And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH4077 Podcast.
2: And we have a totally gnarly website. Got all kinds of cool things on there. You're going to want to go there. Trust me, you will. And you can find that at www.MASH4077Podcast.com.
1: And, of course, we have a blog where we occasionally will post pictures and stories and other fun things. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com.
4: And if you'd like to get in touch with us or send us your thoughts and opinions, of course, answers to the questions, please email us at mash4077podcast at gmail.com.
2: And believe it or not, we are so cool. We even have a store with all kinds of podcast merchandise. You can find that at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast. In fact, I just bought my entire family all kinds of Christmas gifts like boxer shorts with Meds' face on it. And there's T-shirts and all kinds of cool things.
1: And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a review. You can go to our MASH main website there and leave a preferably four to five star review. It would help us out a lot. So we'd appreciate it. All right. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. Nice and short. It's probably going to be the shortest episode we had.
2: Wow. I still get paid the full price, right?
1: (laughs) Of course. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing of nothing is nothing. So, yeah. So, uh, this is Kenny.
2: I'm Simon. And I am not a
1: Klingon warrior. And we'll be seeing ya. Look, General, we operated on a lot of those
0: casualties. We got x rays, medical records, we even got shrapnel fragments.
3: You've got them all. We gave them to the Major Stoner. Stoner? Stoner? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, he's doing a bang up job for Pack in Honolulu. Uh oh. <laughs> Put all your fragments in your commserv pack and smile, smile, smile. Look, boys, a little fatherly advice, son. You're not regular army. You think you're going to leave here and pick up your civilian practice and that's that. Listen, everything they put on your record, like agitator, boat rocker, is going to follow you. The army's got mighty long arms. Oh, come on. Let me finish, Captain. I was just going to suggest that. You find your work here difficult and distasteful, but you are back here, behind the lines. It's relatively calm. Oh, definitely. I was thinking of building a house here after the war. You could easily find yourself assigned to a first aid station right where it's happening. you serious? I'm getting pressure from above. Look, Look, let's play ball, huh? For the good of the outfit. You don't want to give the red, white, and blue a black eye, do you? Boy, that gets you right where you live, sir. I've got to hand it to you,
0: General. You buried the evidence, you got rid of the guy who knew the evidence, and now if we press this, you'll uh, take away our breathing privileges. Well done, General. Take another star out of petty cash.
2: 11 teams of two in an exciting race around the world to win $1 million on the amazing race.
0: I'm Joyce. And I'm Al. On our show, The Amazing Race Fast Forward Podcast, we'll recap each weekly episode of The Amazing Race, give you a rundown on each team, and tell you our predictions on who we think will cross the mat in first place each week, and ultimately win the $1 million prize.
2: We'll also share listener predictions and other interesting information we pick up along the season. Check out the Fast Forward Podcast in iTunes.
0: Or at FastForwardTAR.com.
2: And we'll see you...
0: At the Fast Forward.
3: That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship.
4: unlock your inner geek with geek
0: therapy a new web series starring america young i need you to make me a geek please help me let's figure out your gq your geek quotient can you watch family guy and not be confused it's 30 minutes of a guy fighting a chicken what's not to understand the point of this is to find a geekier side of you yes
3: of course i want this
0: watch this in its entirety watch it until you can quote it
1: firefly that sounds really hot
0: Do not abuse this power I have given you, or you will find yourself in a special level of hell.
1: Watch Geek Therapy on Comedyva.com. That's comedy plus diva. Comedyva, where the funny girls are. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. And joining me today uh, are my good pals. Uh, Let me do it again. (laughs) We have Leslie Evans, who plays Nurse Mason. We have have one (laughs) (laughs) nod. You screw up Mason. Say it.
2: And, of course, General Clown.